We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, CBTPFL. It's Thursday, it's March 9th, it's 2023. We have a six-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Just So Six. Chief, what's happening, my friend? I am good, brother. I mean, going into the weekend almost, getting ready for a Thursday slate. Six-gamer on a Thursday. Stevie, let me tell you. This might be one of the best slates of the week so far. Um, so I am, I mean, I am elated to come on and talk about this slate. I mean, oh, so much fantasy goodness on this one. But, uh, I'm, I'm excited, brother. I'm excited. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're excited. Um, it's, gosh, man, it's been like Brandon Ingram getting hurt early in the game. I just... My run bad with NBA over the last couple of days has just not been good. So maybe you get me excited about this slate and we can crush it. Um, but we're here either way. To give everyone the goods, I hope everyone's having a fantastic Wednesday night if you're in YouTube. What's up, YouTube? 
If you're not listening on Wednesday Night Live with us on YouTube, you should subscribe right now. Go do it. No, I'm just kidding. If you're not, uh, if you're hanging out on Thursday morning, enjoy your Thursday morning. And uh, let's get jump right in to this slate. We get started with Utah at Orlando. Facing my Magic, 230.5 total in this one. The Orlando Magic, a three-point favorite. Looking at the injury report for this one on the Magic side, Wendell Carter Jr. already ruled out, Isaac out. And then on the Jazz, Clarkson and Kessler are both questionable, and Sexton's already ruled out. So let's go Utah first. Um, What are your thoughts here on the Jazz? Man, if these if these guys happen to sit, Stevie, then it's going to be very a very exciting time for a guy like Lori Market and for THT. You know, we'll probably be able to get some exposure to Chris Dunn, like you know, because it, we already know Sexton's been out, and uh, you know, if Clarkson happens to sit, like that's really I think going to help your THT shares at sixty five hundred. He's played really well when given thirty plus minutes this season. Um, especially with this current lineup. So um, I, I think that would really open it up for those couple guys on this Utah team. Yeah, I mean, Clarkson and Kessler in or out matters so much on this slate. Kessler has been someone that has just been playing so good. If Clarkson were to sit with Sexton already out, it's just going to open up. I mean, obviously, I think Chris Dunn would end up being one of the top value plays on the slate, even at 5,700. Um, just his usage and just minutes are just going to be up there. So, yeah, I mean, once we get past, like, a couple of these, like, THT um, type of plays, I think the one guy that might, like, just get overlooked here um, if some people start to sit is Laurie Markinen, which is weird to say because he is, like, the stud on this team right now. Uh, but if everyone starts to get rolled out, I, I just feel like people are going to look for value, and, like, there's value in market at 9,600. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a ton of value. I mean, he's already the go-to guy, and now you're saying that um, he's going to have, have even more opportunity. I I, I love – I mean, I, I love marketing so far on this slate. Anything else here from the Jazz side that you want to talk about? Uh, no, I'm good to go. All right, my Magic, you know, Window Carter Jr. out. We talked about this the other day. Um, Mo Wagner is someone that should play solid minutes. Um, didn't play a ton of minutes the other night, but still did really well against the Bucks. I think he plays a few extra minutes in this game. Um, so I, I definitely don't mind taking shots on Wagner. I really think that he is someone that gets bumped up in this game if Kessler plays just because of his size. Um, they've been giving Bits days a little bit of run um, in the blowout type of situations. So, I mean, Fultz, Paulo, Franz Wagner, they're like your ceiling guys. But I still think Mo Wagner, assuming that he starts, is in play here. Yeah, I, I like him a ton. Um, and, for, and, and then secondly, Stevie, this is a matchup with the Utah Jazz. So uh, these games with them have been semi-track meets. I, I like the Orlando Magic here. You know, a lot of these pieces, a lot of these guys are priced in the mid-range outside of uh, Banchero. So, um, and even him, he, he should have some upside in this game. 
uh, at, at almost 8K, like if you want to stack this game, I think I would include him. But um, if you say, well, I don't want to take the risk of him, maybe he ends up in the mid-30s, I get it. But I, I do think you need some exposure to this game through Mo Wagner, through Fultz, through Cole somebody. Like, I, I think you need some exposure to this game because, it. once again, we've seen Utah games just explode over the past few weeks, over the course of the season even, and I don't think today is any different. Yeah, just not a great overall defensive team, and they – tend to to try to push the pace, which, you know, is a nice bump for the Magic because the Magic play, I think they're like 19th um, as far as pace goes. So I thought it was lower than that. Am I looking at the wrong thing? No, they're 17th. Okay. So pace should be pretty solid in this game, which is always nice. Um, Yeah, I mean, I want to see what happens with, Clarkson and Kessler. I mean, that's really going to decide a lot on this slate. We got Houston at Indiana up next. This game has a 236 total. The Pacers are a nine and a half point favorite um, on the Houston side. Kevin Porter Jr. is out on the Indiana side. Neesmith is questionable. So, Let's go Houston first. What are your thoughts here on the Rockets? I almost said Astros. My brain is starting to focus um, on baseball a little bit. So, yeah. Um, Getting that definitely. conversion going. Listen, it well, is. Um, started to we, – we have a little something in the works here um, for scores and odds that, uh, that I'm working on um, with a few other people for baseball season. And, like, I've been working on that recently, and now it's like, all right, it's, it's coming. Uh, anyway, yeah. talk to me here about the Rockets. Yeah, listen, I like this game. Uh, is Indiana a better team right now? Probably. Uh, but overall, man, this this game is fantastic in terms of fantasy goodness. Kevin Porter Jr. being out, Steve, we get Jalen Green, who, uh, you know, this man is able to score 30-plus real points if it comes down to it. I like him a ton on this slate. Um, Against Indiana, you've got um, uh, KJ Martin at 5,500. Another guy that, if he plays big minutes with with uh, Porter Jr. back on the shelf, I think this is going to be good for him. Uh, you've got, uh, excuse me, um, Tari East and a lot of these fringe plays that you know might might come into play here um, down the stretch, depending on how this game goes. So. That's kind of where I am. You know, Tari's 5,600. If he's going to get 30 minutes, I mean, he, he's in play. This, this is just a great fantasy game. Uh, and I, this is one I'd be interested in stacking for sure. Yeah, I mean, looking at the Houston side of this game, I think that with Kevin Porter Jr. out, I think we have to look at Eason. He's been playing really good. He had one bad game. Um Jalen Green, I think, has some solid upside with Kevin Porter Jr. out. The price isn't, like, fantastic. I think the guy that, like, we should, like, talk about a little bit is Sangoon. Um, He's someone with this matchup against Indiana. Indiana is just really struggling with bigs that, like, he hasn't had, like, that monster game lately where he goes over, like, 50 fantasy points, but he's still capable of, like, 45-plus, and I think that 
this is a really solid spot for a guy like Sangoon. Um, and I, I don't mind, like you mentioned, KJ uh, Martin, you know, Jabari Smith type of plays. But I think this is a spot, Easton Green, Sangoon. Uh, I still hate playing Houston players, but it's a, it's a what, six-game slate. So I think we have to look at these guys in this spot. Yeah. Uh, Pacers. Halliburton has been on one, man. He's been playing fantastic here recently. 40 actual points against Philadelphia the other night in a really close game. Uh, talk to me here about Halliburton and the Pacers. Yeah, man. Halley, I mean, my goodness. Um, I mean, his scoring over the past three games that he's played, 32 points, had a little breather, 29 points, 40 points. And Stevie, the assists aren't taking the drop off. So, I mean, he's really piling up uh, the fantasy points here. And at 9,800 against Houston, it feels high. But, I mean, if he can get 55 fantasy points again, I'd take it uh, in a heartbeat. So, uh, like him a ton, uh, we've got Miles Turner at 7,800, who has been a little sporadic recently, but we know the upside is there. Facing Houston, you know, I don't mind getting some exposure to him as well. You know, Buddy Heald, this is probably his kind of game, Stevie, where he can just kind of get up and down. Uh, Houston, by the way, giving up tons, and I do mean tons, of three-point shots, the Buddy Heald specialty. Um, so he's a guy that that I like a lot. Uh, someone they've been working into the mix, Jordan Nawara. He's cheap. He's 4100 Look, he's not playing 30 minutes. It's, it's 20 to 25. But I think in this type of game where it's it's up and down, back and forth, he's sneaky if, if you're talking about getting into some tournament stacks. So uh, I like him. I like him a great deal. Then, of course, you know, Benedict played 30 minutes in back-to-back games. Will he play 30 in this one? I don't know. But I think you consider it. Uh, playing him considering the spot. So this is really a spot play for me, Houston, Indiana. Both teams playing at a pretty high pace. Uh, and I think you get your exposure to these guys. So Nawara, um, I think, is someone that's really interesting, depending on, like, if Neesmith sits or not. Um, and I don't think it's, like, a direct correlation, but I think it's definitely giving him an opportunity to play a few extra minutes if Neesmith is out. Um, Jalen Smith came back the other night. Um but I think it was more like Jalen Smith played because didn't Miles Turner like foul out like super fast? Um, pretty sure he fouled out super fast against Embiid. Yeah, he fouled out 17 minutes. He fouled out. Um, so that could be why Jalen Smith played um, a solid amount of minutes in that game. So I think Halliburton, large field tournaments, love the Buddy Heald call. You know, I'm a, a guy that just absolutely loves playing him. So I think that Buddy Heald is someone that we're definitely looking at in this spot. So. Moving on, we got Charlotte at Detroit. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 234 and a half total in this game. The Hornets are a three-point favorite. It's a battle of both teams that want to lose. Um, I mean, the Pistons can technically win this game and be fine. But if Charlotte can lose this game, I think it's huge for them. Not even huge. We're at that point where they probably don't get it. But anyway, ball is out. Martin's out on Detroit. Uh, Bogdanovich is out. Burks is out. Cunningham is out. Diallo's out. Isaiah Stewart's out. But Jalen Duran and Killian Hayes are both probable for this game. So something to note. We'll go Charlotte first. Matchup against Detroit. We love matchups against Detroit. Um, Kelly Oubre has been someone that has shown like 50-plus point upside here with ball outs. We know that Rozier gets a usage bump with ball out. Gordon Hayward is turning back the clock. Um, 23-9-8 and the other night for Gordon Hayward. What are your thoughts here on Charlotte? Yeah, man, I think it's a good spot for them. And that's why I said, Stevie, this might be one of the best slates of the week. Uh, right out of the gate, we got three, I mean, power-packed fantasy goodness games. Uh, we do see the dynamic pricing here uh, on the Hornets with Rozier at 8,200, which he should be in this spot. But I'm just saying we have seen the Hornets bumped up here. Uh, that's still not going to steer me away from Oubre at 7,500. We know his upside. Uh, Gordon Hayward at 6,700. I mean, just a few weeks ago, Stevie, this guy was under 6K. Uh, and, you know, it's it's like, well, the opportunity's there now, no ball. I don't mind him at 6,700 6, at all. Uh, Mark Williams at 6K. You know, we've seen Detroit, Stevie, struggle in the inside department all season long. Definitely think we can get some exposure to Williams here. Uh, this could be a big spot for him. Uh, and But I, the one guy I do like on Charlotte that possibly goes under on Stevie is Dennis Smith Jr., 4,700. He's been playing around 25 minutes most games with, with probably a little bit upside for 27-ish minutes, depending on how things go. Uh, and we've seen him, you know, go 25-plus in two or uh, let's say three of the last five games. It was 25 and a half in one but 36 and 29 fantasy points respectively, 36 against Brooklyn, 29 against Phoenix. Um, I like DSJ here. I think it's a good spot for him uh, against the Detroit Pistons, and I think he goes overlooked probably uh, even on a six-game slate. Yeah, definitely on my that call. Um, yeah, definitely some pieces that you're taking shots on here. I think, like – P.J. Washington, if you can find him a little bit cheaper than DraftKings. I don't know what his price is on Yahoo or FanDuel. I don't hate looking at P.J. Washington if he's a little bit cheaper. Um, don't mind the Mark Williams call. I think that with his price being 6K, it's right where it should be. Uh, DSJ, Ubre, Rozier, all great plays. Um, Detroit side of this game, 
I mean, Hayes coming back, um, Duren coming back is huge. Um, do we expect him to start over Wiseman and Bagley still start next to him? And the, what does that do to Wiseman, I think, is, you know, a question mark that we're definitely going to be asking here. Uh, what are your thoughts with Detroit? Yeah, man, so with these extra pieces coming back, Stevie, I this game was going to be a lot more excited if Hayes and Duren, all these guys sat. That's just not happening. So now that's going to muddy the water for Bagley, Wiseman. I, so I don't think I can play any of these guys at those price levels. Like, I can't play Bagley at 6,800 with Duran coming back. I, I don't think I want to play Wiseman at 5,700 with Duran coming back. Um, about the only guy I think I want to play um, is probably Ivy. And – I mean, the only Detroit Pistons I want to play is Ivy because I feel like uh, his his role right now is secure, especially Bogdanovich may get shut down for the season. Um, Diallo's out. Like, I think they have enough wings out to where he can kind of run the show. And that's what we're going to need him to do against Charlotte, who's not going to play any defense as well. Yeah, I mean – Duren being in definitely affects this game because if he wasn't, I would have so much interest in Wiseman against Charlotte. Charlotte is just atrocious against big men. Um, so I think, like, if Wiseman starts, I have interest. If Duren starts, I have interest. Um, I want to see who's starting, I think, and I'm going to go from there. But I think now is the time to jump off of Bagley. It's a fantastic matchup. Fantastic matchup for Bagley, but I'm definitely worried about, you know, the minutes kind of going down a little bit here with this crowded situation now. So, all right, we got Golden State at Memphis. 235 and a half total in this one. Warriors, a two-point favorite. Looking at the injury report here, Golden State's uh, Peyton's out, Wiggins is out, Memphis side, Adams, Clark, Morant out. Talk to me here about Golden State. Yeah, I mean, facing Memphis on the road down John Morant, which, you know, I think we anticipate Josh. Josh, In my opinion, Josh out the rest of the season. So I'm not even really – maybe he's not, but – I, I think he's going to be out a fair amount of time uh, at that. And so th- this is the Warriors' chance, Stevie, to try to keep making up some ground. I think they're fifth in the West. I think that's where they are. Um, and if they, if they want to make up ground, they got to keep winning because, you know, the Clippers are, are going to try to be on their tail and other teams are going to try to keep pushing. Um, with no John Morant, um, you know, Curry's going to be running wide open. I do think Clay Thompson is – too expensive with Curry back at 8,300. I just I just think that's too much in a general sense, um, especially when they have Jordan Poole there now. So while I understand Clay can really put up the scoring numbers at 8,300, I mean, we pretty much need him to get 45 just to feel comfortable. Um, and so if you're asking me, if it, do I feel like Clay is going to put up 45 fantasy points? I would say no. Uh, Jordan Poole at 7,100 with him at full strength. He's probably a little bit too expensive. Stevie, about the only guy I want to play is Curry. And that's that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, Curry is just someone that is capable of big shooting nights. 32 in his first minutes, 32 minutes in his first game back, then 35 minutes the other night against OKC, just absolutely shredded from the three-point line. I don't know if you necessarily have to play anybody from Golden State in this game, but I think that Curry or Draymond would be the two guys I'd be leaning at, looking at in this spot. Um, value-wise, DiVincenzo, if his price didn't come up so much, I think he'd be playable. So maybe he's yeah. cheaper on FanDuel or Yahoo. Uh, should continue to start with Wiggins out. Memphis side of this one, I don't know if Morant misses the rest of the season. I wouldn't be shocked if he misses like really close to the end of the regular season and comes back for the playoffs. But um, listen, hope again, like I said the other day, I hope he gets well. Um, yep. Memphis side, um, I mean, Triple J is someone that has seen a huge increase in usage with Moran off the floor this season. Desmond Bain is someone that definitely shoots more. He had a terrible shooting night the other night against the Lakers. Um, Tyus Jones, we know that he kind of just crushes with Moran off the floor. My biggest concern here, though, Will, is everybody is priced up. No one is cheap anymore. Tillman at 59 is still somewhat cheap, but, I mean, they priced everybody up from Memphis. Yeah, and which, you know, Bain had been hovering around 8K, Stevie. Like, he'd been upper sevens, but, like, still had a little meat on the bone. Now, I will say, you know, he is capable of putting up 45 to 50. Like, if I was going to play one guy, it would probably be him. If I was going to play a second guy, it would probably be Triple J. But I'm with you here. With these prices, I, I'm not thrilled about playing Memphis. Even Tyus Jones at 6,700. Like, you know, yeah, I think he put up – didn't he put up close to 60? One day? He did put up 60 against the Clippers. That was 25, 12, and 3 with five steals, though, Stevie. Like, and, and, look, it still would have been a, a hefty number without the five steals. It still would have been 50 fantasy points, which would have been more than enough. Uh, but – He's going to play the minutes. I think if you like this game, Jones, Bain, or Triple J is your option. But all three of them aren't going to get there. And so I think you put them in a group and you say, hey, I get one out of this group and go from there. And that, that's how I think I would approach it. Just like I'm only playing Curry from Golden State, I think I don't. I take those three guys but only play them one at a time. All right, Scott, Brooklyn at Milwaukee. Oh, they put a total up, 230 and a half. Um, Bucks a 12 and a half point favorite in this one. There wasn't a total up a little while ago. Claxton's out. Cam Johnson is out. Royce O'Neal is out. Spencer Dinwiddie is out. Ben Simmons is out for Ooh, Brooklyn. Um, as of right now, night before, it's Dragic and Matthews out for Milwaukee. But I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked. This is a home game for Milwaukee. But I would not be shocked if someone – or some or like two guys sit in this game. Like I wouldn't be shocked if like I know Drew is listed as probable, but I wouldn't be shocked if they like give Drew and Middleton or or one of those two guys a day off here. Um, Brooklyn's very shorthanded in this game, so uh, let's talk Nets. No Dinwiddie, no Claxton, no Johnson, no Simmons. Um, Bridges, his usage is going to be bonkers in this game. Cam Thomas, Finney Smith. Um, I would assume that Edmund Sumner gets the start here and plays a bunch of minutes. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, ton of value. But, you, I mean, Seth Curry, like, not the best matchup in the world, but there's so much usage and minutes to go around here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, with Dinwiddie, I mean, Dinwiddie being out is just huge, Stevie. I mean, I think I think that's, that's the only thing we can say about it. Like, it's huge. Uh, it, it's huge. So, anyway, I'm with you on Sumner. At 3,600, Stevie, like, if he gets 30 minutes, that's that's big time. Seth Curry, uh, you know, him getting 30 minutes or, or close to it, as close as possible, is going to be huge for us. Uh, Mikel Bridges is 8,500, Stevie. I don't think he's worth it in this spot. Um, I mean, everything's been running through him, man. He's been the man at Brooklyn. But I think the only way I get to Bridges at 8,500, like Milwaukee has to sit, guys. If they don't sit, guys, I don't. I don't think I want to pay eighty five hundred for brother Bridges here. Um, I just, don't, I just don't think I, I want to do that. Um, I, I wonder how they're going to handle this big man rotation in terms of uh, the Nets here with Claxton out. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, this this is a weird one. This is a weird one. Yeah, I, I mean, I are, are we really going to get 25, 30 minutes for Nerlens Noel? I, mean, I doubt it. I mean, he probably gets 20. Sharp probably gets 20. Yeah. They might go small. Like, I, they're cheap, but I don't I don't know if it's worth it. Does Dorian Finney-Smith play right? more minutes? What's that? Yuda is there as well. Yeah, yeah. He's there. And he, he's been there all year, so I don't know. I don't know how they're going to break these big man minutes up, but it's just it's it's ugly right now. Um, but, but I think these cheap guards are the way to go. I'm so glad I'm not on the projections team sometimes, and this is definitely one of those times because, I mean, you can kind of project three or four of the starters in this spot for Brooklyn. I would assume that, like, it's um, Bridges, Thomas, Finney-Smith, and then Sumner – and then whoever they start at the five, um, which also means Seth Curry is going to have a ton of usage on that second unit. And if this game gets out of hand. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a situation for Brooklyn where even in a tough matchup, there's just so many minutes um, on the Milwaukee side. As of right now, I don't have any interest. If they start ruling people out, I definitely have interest. Um, give Brooke Lopez a day off and give Giannis a day off and let me just smash Bobby Portis at 6,600 against this front court that they're going to try to roll out there. But as of right now, on the like looking at the NBA injury report, I don't have a ton of interest in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, Holiday's probable. Um, you know, Middleton's obviously going to play. Uh, Giannis is probable. Like they, they should run all over this Brooklyn team, Stevie. And it's not because it, it's not because Brooklyn's been bad. They've actually been serviceable, but they're I think they're down too many guys to really compete. Yeah, I mean they're just they're saying we're gonna lose this game. Um they're they're definitely punting this one as far as Brooklyn is concerned. And I mean they're not safe as far as the playoffs go, but I mean, if they if you have this many guys banged up and you you probably aren't beating the Bucks anyway, 
perfect game to say, hey, let's 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 give these guys a game. Yeah. Yeah, let's call it. <laughs> yeah. I mean Absolutely. They, well, you gotta remember too, they're playing a back to back and they play the Timberwolves on Friday. So if you're the Nets organization, you're like, hey, we probably have a better chance to beat Minnesota than we do Milwaukee. So let's just punt yeah. this one and call it a day. So absolutely. Absolutely. All right. They played Denver on Sunday too. Um Finish it out with the Knicks and the Kings. Ooh, buddy. 225 and a half total in this game. Kings a four-point favorite. Um, I mean, nobody really – oh, Jalen Brunson is questionable. So, yeah, he's the only one that we're looking at as far as the injury report is going. We'll start with the visiting New York Knicks. Nine straight wins for the Knicks, right? I'm pretty sure. Um. No, they lost the other night. Yeah, right. You say they lost. That's right. Um. All right. So lost to the Hornets too, of all teams. It's like a team that wants you to beat them, and you lose to them. Is just um. Anyway, they didn't have Brunson the other night, right? He was out, but still. no. Yeah, he. he you gotta. Out. You still have to beat Charlotte, though, man. Like Julius Randall has to step up in that game. As bad as Charlotte is against bigs, like. Randall needed to have probably 25 shot attempts in that game instead of 17, but he wasn't playing well. well RJ anyway. Barrett had 25 shots. That was a problem. Yeah, and he was chucking. So, all right, talk to me here about the Knicks. Yeah, I think uh, in terms of this game, should be up tempo. If Brunson doesn't play, I'm not taking the Knicks to beat the Kings for what it's worth. I, I think the Kings are will win at home. They've been playing whew, pretty good. Um from a DFS perspective, though, Stevie, if Brunson is out, I don't think I want to play quickly. He's 6,600. I think that's up there now. RJ's back to 7K. I'm probably more inclined to play RJ than quickly for what it's worth now that his minutes are going to be stable because they need his scoring with Brunson out. So that's really why his minutes have picked up. Uh, Josh Hart has played big minutes as well, but, you know, the fantasy production haven't been there. But I, I'd be willing to roll him out at 5,200. I'm hoping that we can kind of catch some lightning in a bottle and get him to 30 fantasy points in this one. I wouldn't hate that. Randall's 10K, I think that's an okay price. Going to play in Sacramento without Brunson. But for me, I think Brunson has got to be out uh, for this to work for me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Brunson sits. Uh, I mean, I'm taking shots on Barrett. I'm taking shots on Quickly. I'm taking shots on Randall. If Brunson plays, I think you take shots on Barrett still. Uh, I know the price isn't fantastic, but the matchup is. Uh, Sacramento really struggles defending the three-point line, and this guy will chuck. So um, don't mind taking shots uh, either way. And then I, I think this is a spot that I probably keep Mitch Rob on the bench. Um I think it's a really tough matchup for him, so probably not going to play a lot of him. King's side of this game, I mean, De'Aaron Fox should have a field day here. He's 9,400, though. What are your thoughts on the Kings? 
Uh, I mean, I don't mind Fox because he's been taking a lot of shots recently, Stevie, and this was before he was out. But, I mean, any guy that's going to take 20 or more shots a game, like, I'm interested because that means their scoring upside is, is, I mean, gone through the roof. And I think we saw that during that stretch, Stevie. I mean, listen to this stretch uh, for De'Aaron Fox here. Uh, 29 points, 32 points, 31, 16, 31, 33, 36, 35, 31, 42, 33, 33. And the most recent game against Minnesota was 25 points. Like if if we're going to get 20 plus shots from De'Aaron Fox or 20 with the floor for a little upside at 9,400, I'm in against the Knicks. Uh, at, At this rate, for me, he becomes almost a better play than Sabonis. Sabonis so is going to make up for it in the peripherals with rebounds and assists, but any guy that can score 30-plus a game in that 9K range gets me excited, Steve, because that it, it really helps their floor. So I like him a ton. Uh, Sabonis so is under 10K in the spot. Don't hate it at all. A uh, guy that's been pretty mercurial, but Harrison Barnes is, is down to 5,300. Um, I don't mind him in this spot as well. Uh, Kevin Herter to back up to 5,800. Don't hate that either. But for me, man, I, I do really like Fox in this spot. Historically, the Knicks have been a team, especially if Brunson is out. Um, even if Brunson plays, the Knicks, they haven't had a lot of success with uh, with uh, guarding point guards. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Um, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. What do you got today? Mm. A lot of options here, Stevie, on this one. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a guy that uh, I mentioned earlier. Sneaky spot, in my opinion. Uh, I I think he's got the upside to get it done today, and I don't think people are going to play him. And that is – where'd he go? Yeah, Dennis Smith Jr., 4,700. All right, I'm going to go Jalen Suggs. Talked about him the other day. Came off of a really tough matchup against the Bucks, and he's getting a great matchup here against Utah. I think this is an excellent bounce-back spot for Jalen Suggs, so give me Suggs at 4,300. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust today? Well, I think we got a fair amount of those too, Stevie. I am going to take Mikael Bridges at 8,500. Facing Milwaukee, shorthanded. I'm going to take Giannis. I like it. I don't think I he plays about, the fourth quarter. I really thought about Drew Holiday at 8,100. I considered it. So I, I get it. Same vein for sure. That's right. I just said the highest price player that has one of the most consistent fantasy outputs each and every week is the bus today. So you guys didn't come here for non-hot takes, that's for sure. Uh, favorite 6X play, who do you got today? Uh, this this is an interesting one, Stevie. I'm going to stay in the same game. As you can see, I really, really, really like this game. I'm going to go Kelly Oubre at 7,500. I, I, think, I think he goes, I don't want to say nuts, but I, I think he gets close to 50 fantasy points here. I'm going to go Sangoon. I think this is a fantastic spot. The Pacers have really struggled against big men all season. He's someone that's capable of triple doubles. Um, so they allow the fifth most fantasy points to opposing centers. The minutes should be there. 
Uh, no Kevin Porter Jr., so a little bit more usage uh, shifted towards Sangoon. So I like him here at 7,400 to go 6X. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I'm not sure how weird this is going to be. Um, give me Laurie Market at 9,600. I think it's weird because I think he's more expensive than people want to pay today for him. I for sure think he goes overlooked on this slate because of his price. So I like that call. I'm going to go back to the well. I know this guy only played uh, 20, I think it was 20 or 21 minutes the other night against Milwaukee. But give me give me Mo Wagner, no Wendell Carter Jr. I don't think people will be on him uh, because of the price increase. This dude was 3,900 two days ago. He's 5,500. So capable of 35-plus point games. It's a six-game slate. I'm very happy with 35 from a $5,500 player. So uh, give me Mo Wagner. Oh, yeah. uh, any – any fantasy pick em plays or bets that you like here on this one? Uh, in terms of fantasy pick em, give me one second. Give me one second. It's loading, Stevie, and I, I usually have it up uh, prior to us kicking this off, and it seems to not be loading. Um, okay. I think it's coming. Here we go. Oh, man. So they've only given us a handful of squares, Stevie. Um, and this one this one happens to be on prize picks. I'm sure it's going to be close to other places. I'm going to go with a hot hand here. Uh, there's a prize picks projection of Therese Halliburton at 22.5 points. I think he scores more. So I, I think we do more with Therese Halliburton in terms of his prize picks projection. Don't hate it. Um, I mean, nothing like jumping off the page. I will be looking at some disc golf stuff tomorrow with the tournament. Oh, yes. So, oh, yes. Waco is, has been a tournament that's been pretty predictable. Last year, I'm pretty sure we crushed it last year outside of the first day because it was super windy. But um, I'll definitely be looking at some disc golf stuff. As far as, like, betting goes – I mean, I think I have to – Caesars has Warriors minus one and a half. I think I have to side with the Warriors, even on the road. No John Morant I think is huge for Memphis. I know the Memphis is a really great team, but uh, give me Warriors minus one and a half over there on Caesars. I think that line moves. Also, if you are a regular on prize picks, I'm definitely going to be looking at they, – they have early week NASCAR stuff up over there. So we're going to be checking out some of those fantasy pick and plays and seeing if I like more or less on some of these drivers. Cause it seems like the, the points for some of these guys, the projections are low. Uh, so I'm going to definitely check that out. Uh, I'll talk about that in the NASCAR chat. Will, before we get out of here, Richie wants to know, do you have any golf takes? And I just want to point out something. I live an hour from this golf course. I've played this golf course. I've went to this tournament many, many times. Probably one of the hardest tournaments to predict, but give me Rory McIlroy to win this week. I think Rory gets the job done. So that's all I got. That's what I got. That's my golf take uh, for this week. So he's probably going to shoot like six over tomorrow. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do, Steve, is I'm going to I'm going to plug in some information from one of our personal good friends that we like to hang out with, 
watching college basketball. And that's our good friend, Derek Farnsworth, notorious, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I I grew my golf expertise by listening uh, to a lot of his training videos in Roto Academy. And so I don't rock the boat. I, I take the information he gives me and uh, I, I incorporate that into my game. Listen, he's got two guys or he's got some guys that he likes both top 20. It's Max Homa, Jason Day. He's got a top 20 parlay on them. Uh, for plus 417, and then he's got a Will Zalatoris and a Sunjay Ein, and that's both of those guys for a top 20 parlay. It's, j- it's just so Max Homa and Jason Day together, and then Will Zalatoris and Sunjay Ein together. You're getting Max Homa and Jason Day at plus 417, and then you're getting Will Zalatoris and Sunjay Ein at plus 536. And that's free content this week, Stevie, which is why I'm giving it out. So if you ask me about you know, some guys, and I know those are top 20. He's got a couple guys who went outright, and guess what? No surprise, Rory is on the list at plus 900. So uh, there you have it. Once again, this is free content, folks. You can go right on over to Roto Grinders. It's in his core plays article. You can read through that in terms of your DFS, and then at the bottom you get his golf uh, betting stuff. So, I, I mean, it's fantastic product. Go check it out. Probably has Max on there too, right? Um, oh, yeah. Max Hall was on there plus 2200. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. My, my buddy Derek. Uh, Noto absolutely crushes the golf game. I hope you guys um, go take advantage of it. Getting it's his free this plays, week. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's free. Go take advantage of it. Noto, one of my one of my favorite dudes that I've worked with for a very long time now. Like Will said, we. Had some fun hanging out in Nashville for the Super Bowl weekend, so that was a ton of fun. He he and Will both rock this Hattie B's hat as well. Um, yes. I'm just, I'm just cool, and I wear it on the show. So that's going to wrap <laughs> it up here for Thursday. We'll be back on Friday talking more hoops. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Hope you have a fantastic day. We'll see yes. you tomorrow.